whatever situation you have going on, mm-hmm. try to capitalize off of it the best way possible yeah. and as fast as possible, because that's going to help you the best. Now, if you're in a situation where you don't have any kind of situation going on that you can capitalize off of, don't manufacture something. No, I know a lot of y'all are probably sitting there like, well, I don't have any like high profile things going on. Maybe I'll just go rob a store or something. It's like, no, don't do that. So what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Music Making Sense podcast with Harkos and KP. Yeah. How's everybody doing, man? How you doing, Hark? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, just, Just another day, another dollar spent, basically. So <laughs> just... uh. You know, been doing a lot of work here lately, working a lot, not sleeping very much and shit like that. So it's kind of like today is like half of a rest day, not a full rest day. Just because I don't ever take full rest days. I'm always doing something because every day is an opportunity to accomplish something. And this fucking microphone won't stay out of my nose. Anyway, <laughs> every day is an opportunity to to accomplish something. And so, like, you know, even though I've been, you know, I've been working my ass off, not sleeping very much and stuff, I could have, you know, after I dropped my kids off at school at seven o'clock this morning, I could have came back home and went to bed, but I didn't. I still grabbed my dogs and went for a walk. And then then took them to the pet store and gave them a bath and stuff like that because I got huskies. I'm not trying to have my drains clogged. And so yeah. I took them there and then ran, ran an errand real quick and then came back and hop on here with you and stuff like that, you know. And, you know, I've accomplished more today on a on a on a rest day. And it's mm-hmm. one o'clock in the afternoon, you know, my time since seven right. o'clock that what most people do in a whole fucking day. You know, that's one of the things that always kills me with. When people are like, oh, well, it's the weekend. Like they use the weekend as an excuse. It's like, motherfucker, that's that's if you have a day off or two days off or whatever from your, you know, your regular job, your earning job or whatever, those right. days off, like just because just because somebody told you that you don't have to come into your work those days doesn't mean you can't be productive. I'm not saying never take a break, never, you know, go out on the lake with friends or something like that. But every weekend, every day, every night of that weekend and everything like that doesn't have to be, oh, we need to go crazy now. You know, right. Like, especially if you have especially if you have goals and ambitions, because if you have goals and ambitions, then you need to work on those. You know, I mean. Alchemist, I don't know if I had a fucking thing, but Alchemist had a had a had a, a mixtape that came out way back um, called No Days Off. And like the mm-hmm. the little DJ tag thing that he would throw in there was uh, hard work pays off. So I take no days off. Right. And that has like stuck with me ever since then. Yeah, I had a few quite a few years of being lazy ass and everything like that. But then every time, you know, somebody's like, oh, what are you up to? And I'm like, oh, I'm sitting here you know, working on this or working on that or doing this or doing that or whatever, you know? And then I asked the person, oh, what are you up to? Oh, I'm not just bored. How the fuck are you bored? Like, <laughs> that's what I always ask them. That's what I always ask them, too. I'm like, how are you bored? They're like, well, I have nothing to do. I'm like, you don't have a hobby, an interest, some kind of, you know, uh, something in your life that you want to, to aspire to, right. you know? And then, like, it's just people have 
gotten themselves to a point in this in the society that we live in here in first world America, especially I can't speak on the rest of the world, but where where people are so used to being forced entertained like mm-hmm. they're so used to having the entertainment forced upon them you know right. especially with this new digital era where we got where tiktok you just keep swiping and every few seconds you can get a new piece of fucking in- entertainment mm-hmm. downloaded into your brain and into your senses and everything like that and it it just makes people mentally inept to be able to entertain themselves or even motivate themselves you well, know but don't you think that has something to do but then at the same time don't you think that has something to do with just the the person themselves because i mean you just you just brought up like you're able to get out there and do things i mean i'm able to get out there and do other things too like mm. i've set up in places where i'm watching folks just in their phone and i'm just standing there with my hands in my pocket looking around wanting to know okay who's gonna socialize right Right. So basically it's it's it has a lot to do with just them. It ha- I mean, yeah, it I agree. It, it, it comes down Yeah, I agree. It comes down to the individual, but at the same time culture culture shapes the individual. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. You see what I'm saying? And so yeah. like, you know, culture shapes the individual so much to the point where you know the, the what we're what I'm talking about, yeah, it's an individual choice. Right. However, that's it's standard in culture. Like I, yeah, I am, yeah, I'm an, I, yeah, I'm right. an anomaly. I'm an anomaly nowadays, right? right? Especially being a millennial, right? Because yeah. my generation and the newer generations, you know, it's it's like almost completely foreign to our generation as a whole and and the the next generation of actual hard work. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Cause like Gen Xers, well, so, you know, the greatest generation, the ones from world war two and the depression and stuff like that, yeah. those people like you had to myself. work all day. Huh? Like myself. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. You were not growing up. During the I am a Gen Xer. The fuck are you talking about? I was talking about the depression, the greatest generation. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I said Gen X, but then I, I took it two two generations back. So, so the greatest generations one, those were the guys who literally had to work all day, every day, just to put a couple pennies on the table, literally. Cause like, that's when right. like, yeah. you know, you know, bread costs five cents and all that shit right like you literally had to work all day to put some pennies on the table to feed your family all day every day no days off nothing like literally that you know figuratively yeah yeah exactly like grind 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 non-stop until you like fell over dead as at 50 something with a heart attack right and then the boomers came and that's when america really had like an economic boom so it made life a little bit easier that and then the you know, the workers movements and stuff like that, they gave a lot more like time off and benefits and higher pay and everything like that to raise the quality of living for a lot of people. And so there was a big economic boom and then a big society boom where people could start enjoying life some more, you know, and and, and stuff like that. Well, and then just like what always happens with human civilization is so on a genetic level, we're Mm -hmm. programmed to every time we replicate, improve. Right. Remove, remove, remove hardships and improve. Mm -hmm. Right. So every time we replicate, 
our gene pool, unless the genes are defective, they will try to make the next generation a little bit stronger, a little less weak, you know, more immune to disease, all kinds of shit like that. That's how, you know, single set organisms grow to be complex celled organisms. Right. right? Right. And, and so that's the same way even nowadays, now that we're, you know, pretty well evolved, especially from a single celled organism, every generation want, you know, improves in order to make the next generation an improved state from what they grew up with. Right. Mm -hmm. And where that's a hell of a positive, right? Because if you grew up in a fucked up situation and you're like, my kids are never going to have to do that. And you work your ass off and make sure your kids never have to do that. That's dope. However, if you don't do it responsibly, it comes with negative repercussions, you know, and, and I think that's what happened. The Gen X, well, so the boomers were technically the first generation to start having like an exceedingly high compared to their ancestors generation of selfishness. Yeah. Me, me, me. Look at my yard. It's about me. Yeah. I need my time. That's when the sexual revolution came and all those revolutions back in the sixties and everything like that. Those were all the, the, the boomers having their me time, me, 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 right? I, I, I. And that's when, you know, regardless of whatever you think about hallucinogenics, you know, that's when all that started happening because it was like, I need to improve on myself. It's all about me, the individual and everything like that. It became highly right. individualistic. So then whenever they had kids, it was the Gen Xers like yourself, your old ass. And, and- I look and, good, nigga. Right, <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. With a mohawk and nose ring and stuff like that. That was more part of, you know, my dad's like that too. Tattoos, long, you know, guys growing out their hair, rock, all that shit. It was all yeah. about me even more. I want to even more express myself, even more about the individual. I'm going to take more drugs and self-explore my own mind and everything like that, right? And then mm -hmm. millennials came through and we were raised by Gen Xers. Like, I don't know about you, but whenever I came up, not my you know, grandparents or parents or anything like that that raised mm -hmm. me, but some people that I knew at fucking 12, 13, if, if, if they told their parents that they smoked cigarettes, their parents would start buying them cigarettes because they couldn't legally buy them for themselves. Yeah. Like their parent parents would like condone or not necessarily condone, but support their kids smoking habit. Um, if they wanted to smoke weed and whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like all that stuff because the Gen Xers got their teeth kicked in by the previous generation for doing anything close to that. Right. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff, even though, you know, back in Gen X early, early days, you used to be able to, you know, at you know six years old, walk down the gas station and buy a pack of cigarettes, sure even could. though it was We're for not, your parents, and, right? And we better not smoke that motherfucker. We, dude, hell no. We yeah, exactly, because your parents would kick your ass. Right, mm -hmm. your parents would kick your ass, but society didn't have to say, no, you're not old enough to have that. Society mm -hmm. knew, oh, he's buying that for his parents. If not, his parents going to whoop his ass, right? Yep. That kind of thing, right? Well, then, you know, millennials got to do whatever we wanted, right? And then now we're raising raising these Gen Zers and stuff like that. And a lot of the millennials got really fucked up. And so that's why I say that, like, you know, the individual is a reflection on the culture. And so yeah. when the culture has gotten to the point through through generations and decades of extreme selfishness, it makes it to the point where nowadays people in my generation as millennials and even younger generation, like, and, and younger, and sometimes even in your generation too, just depends on how um, technologically entwined they are. Right. They are in an, a supremely selfish state where they are on their phone saying to their phone, 
entertain me. Entertain and me. that phone is saying, absolutely. And absolutely. fucking doing it nonstop. So yeah. whenever you're talking to somebody, like, for instance, in my situation, you know, I hit up a chick. Hey, what's up? What are you doing? Nothing. I'm barred. That turns me mm-hmm. off like a motherfucker. I'm like, how the yeah. fuck are you bored, bitch? For one, if you got kids, get the fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like women who are bored with their kids at the house. I'm like, take the fuckers out to a park. Yeah. Do, do something. something. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like today's my day off of my, my paid job. Right. Like my, my full-time yeah. paid job. When my kids get off of school. I'm hanging out with them all evening. As much as they'll they'll hang out, you know, sometimes they like go to their room for a few and come back or whatever. But like, you know, like we're gonna go out to eat, we're gonna fucking hang out, we're gonna watch the movie, maybe play some games, whatever the fuck, right? Hang out right. and everything like that. Anytime I'm not at work or engaged in something, even if I am engaged in something, I'm still right here with my kids and stuff like that. You know, whenever they need me, I'm not overbearing and shit. And, you know, I'm in some ways I'm possibly a little overprotective, but like I, I'm not I'm not overbearing, you know, like right when, when I like whenever I got walk two 15 in the, year old boys. Right. Right. Yeah. I got two yeah. 15s. Right. But even still, like whenever I walk in the door from work, mm-hmm. like if any of them have homework, they just walk in with their Chromebook. Hey, can you help me out with this? I'm like, motherfucker, let me get my shoes off first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like that's the kind of relationship that we got is dope as fuck. I enjoy it. And, you know, and like even like last night, like, you know, I was helping with homework and I'm like, all right, well, you know, it wasn't like super involved. He just had like a few questions here and there. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go take a shower real quick. If you need something, just yell, you know, because I like I I left like a door cracked open or whatever. And, you know, so that way he can just like talk. And then I got out or whatever. He asked me a couple questions or whatever, because even though I tell him to interrupt me half the time, they don't interrupt me. Sometimes they do. But right. And then like. Then he was like still working on it. It was something kind of easy or whatever, but he still wanted my help. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go in here and, and edit some shit real quick on the computer. You know, you can bring the computer in here. And sometimes he'll sit next to me at, on his Chromebook working on some shit and then be asking me questions. He'll he'll walk in here and ask me questions because he knows mm-hmm. he can interrupt me at any time. You know right. what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, you know, so like I have that kind of relationship based on like how I was raised with, with my parental figures. And, you know, I was raised by my grandparents for a good chunk. And then my, my dad and stuff like that is very, very mixed, but either way, it was always like an involved. Like I never felt like I was a problem. Like I was an annoyance, you know what I'm saying? Like, even whenever I was being annoying, sometimes they'd be like, all right, just go in your room and play. Like, it was nice. It wasn't like, man, get the fuck out of here. Right. You know? And so like, whenever, you know, whenever I hear anybody say that they're bored, and the main people I talk to are, are females usually, but because I don't talk to a whole lot of people. But when I hear people tell them they're bored, I'm just like, yo, there's so much you can do. Like, if you have a hobby or interest, go do that. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever your hobby or interest is. And if for whatever reason you can't go do that, f- find another one. Right. right. Or, or, if you have and, and the one that bugs me the most is if you have any goals and ambitions in life, like you got something you're trying, like a a, a passion you're trying to turn into profit and, and turn into your main source of income and your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there saying you're bored. I'm sitting here saying you're fucking up because <laughs> because because you're never going to get there. Right. Because if you're bored, well, then you have the mental juice to 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 use it. And you have the physical juice to use it because if 
you didn't have the mental or physical juice, you'd be exhausted. That's not called bored. That's called exhausted. And you'd be sleeping like a motherfucker right now. See what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what I try to tell people. And it's it's such a turnoff for me to even talk to anybody, right? Just because when they say that they're bored and shit like that, I don't know how we got into that topic, but, like, it just, it drives me nuts. Oh, I remember because I was saying how I've been busy. Yeah. Fuck. But anyway, not like, like, so yeah, like if anybody's listening right now, anytime you say I'm bored or this is boring or something like that, don't even say those words. Just fucking fix it. Just fix it somehow, any way. Find something to do. Yeah. And what's really crazy too is that people who have a job and after their job, they come home Mm -hmm. and they may like, go hang out with some friends or whatever, but they really don't have a lot to do. And then we clean up, clean up their house or whatever, sit down and, you know, get some entertainment of some kind or whatever. And then they, they go to sleep or whatever. Right. Like they just, mm-hmm. they don't really do a whole lot extra, you know, it's pretty typical, right. You know, you yeah. go to work, you come home, you take care of your house or whatever, relax or whatever, and get ready for the next day and just kind of chill. Right. Hang out with some friends. If you got family or whatever, hang out with them or whatever. When, you know, when I tell people my day and all the things that I have working on besides my my full-time job where I work over 60 hours a week at running a restaurant or, you know, my music marketing stuff that I'm trying to grow where I can help other artists and everything like that, or the podcast right here with you, where I, even though we only come together one week, one, one day a week for approximately an hour or so, yeah. I still have the editing for the long-form podcast itself, plus cutting the clips as well, too. And then also my personal music and editing the videos for those, editing the promotional clips for those and stuff like that as well. You know what I'm saying? And then I also have my kids. And then I also have a garden. And, you know, obviously that's only a few months out of the year. Right. But, you know, I got that. And then I got to keep up with my own physical health. We, you know, do some exercise and stuff like that in the morning. And I take my dogs on a walk. I care for them. I got a fucking house that I, it's like I own a house. You know what I'm saying? So there's maintenance and shit like that on that. I got a car and a truck. I'm not balling. It's like an old school truck I bought for a hundred bucks. Yeah. But I got a car and a truck. They need maintenance and shit like that. Like I got all these things. And people are like, how do you have the time? I'm like. You got to make I, the time. I, I just make it. I try to prioritize. Yeah, you got to triage. You got triage that shit. You know, yep. just be like, hey. What's the saying? Beyonce and Jay-Z has, has 24 hours in a day just like everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's one of the things I find funny is that, like, I remember listening to, I think it was the first podcast with joe rogan when he had elon musk on and i remember mm-hmm. him they were talking about it was getting different... high as hell on that <laughs> well there was that one but uh <laughs> but i remember joe was talking to him about all the different things he has going on with spacex and tesla and the boring company right. and then then his flamethrower project and all that kind of stuff right and uh joe was like how do you have the time like how do you do all this meanwhile joe has a podcast, a okay. full-time comedy full-time career. Comedy. He he yeah. he uh is a UFC, UFC commentator, right? And then he's a partner in On It, which is his a supplement company and stuff like yep. that. I'm sure he has stuff to do for that. You know, it's like, and he's got a family too. It's like, bro, you're busy as fuck too. Like, why are you asking this yeah. dude how? how does he have time to do all that he's doing when you're running multiple companies as well, too? Like you get it accomplished. Yeah. You got a lot of ventures. Yep. That's true. Yeah, You, you get it accomplished. Right. 
Well, you know, like if I was talking to him, he'd probably be like, well, yeah, I get it accomplished. I got a bunch of people that work with me and stuff. It's like, yeah, he's a fucking billionaire. But, he doesn't do right. all of the work hands yeah, he on. Do all the work he has a hand. lot of yeah. people that work for him just the same as you do, Joe. You got, got Jamie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Joe has Jamie. Joe doesn't edit the videos. Jamie yeah. does. Joe doesn't Jamie post does. the shit up. Jamie does Jamie because that's does. what Jamie's paid for. And that's what Jamie loves. Yeah. Right, yeah. you know, and go, you know, Joe, Jamie loves golfing too. But you know, either, either <laughs> yeah. way, right? They, yeah. you can tell I listened to Joe Rogan for like years. But like, oh, yeah. like you know, so it's like, you know, like what you said with Beyonce and Jay Z. It's like everybody has the same twenty four hours in a day. How you spend it is completely up to you as the That's individual. You. you know, and That's if you're walking around saying you're bored, especially if you're listening to this podcast, you more than likely are an aspiring artist. So fucking goddamn it, if you say you're bored. <laughs> you need to fix your fucking self. Get up and All do right? some shit. Fix yeah, it right now. Definitely. Go go turn on a beat. Whatever your musical outlet is, go start mm -hmm. doing it. Go yeah, pick go up that guitar. Some, yeah. Go hop on the yeah. keyboard. Hop on the fucking drums. Put on a beat yeah. and hop behind. You know, get a pen and paper out or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, you know, go Use out. Your mind. Go out and shoot a fucking video for it or for any kind yeah. of promotional content. Like I start I put podcast. Yeah, start a podcast and get your name out there. Start building a brand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I went in, like, hella depth on a content creation platform or a calendar that you mm -hmm. should put together on our last episode. Go check it out. This is not an intentional plan. Wendy Day also episode. talked about that, too. Yeah, exactly. Everybody talked talks about, about it. That. Yeah. Yeah, everybody she talks about, about it. Using it, using it, using a uh, planner. But yeah, let's go ahead exactly. and get into this. Everybody talks about it, but my idea is the best. So like <laughs> go back and listen to episode six and then mm. you'll be able to hear how I told you how to do everything. Right. Word <laughs> up. But yeah, so so, so get we're gonna get man. into it here today before I just hop in my fucking sermon. It's not Sunday, but it's what it is. Mm, but well. but we got we got KP over here and he wanted to bring some drama into everybody's lives, but he actually has a, an interesting take on it from a promotional and marketing standpoint. And uh, we were talking about it a little bit before, and we started uh, we started getting into it a little bit about it from differing <laughs> opinion, differing opinions. Yeah. And so he's like, "Oh, let me hit record." So right, go yeah, ahead, KP. So. Go ahead and set it up, man. All right, boss. So here we are, man. We're gonna talk about if you guys have you guys been um, watching lately about the Kiki Palmer and Usher situation. If you guys are familiar with it, and uh, Darius Jackson, I go ahead and throw him in there too because he is a part of it. A huge part of it but anyway so what happened was kiki palmer uh was uh spotted at an usher one of uh, usher's shows in las vegas and she was apparently dancing with him in a in a nice little see-through dress with and um she was dancing with him as he was serenading and it got it, as usher does it, yeah as usher ladies. does doing what he does yeah to that's all what the Yep, so all y'all get used to it, damn it. But yeah, he's been selling his body since he got on the stage. He's been doing that shit since yeah, and, and being able to look, dude, he's got the skills to pay the bills. What can you well, say? That too, yeah. But exactly. But here's what happened. He so they started dance, they um started they started dancing, he started serenading them. And Darius went online basically telling her that she's a mother and he, you know, and a and a and a uh and she has a boy, she's in a relationship and she shouldn't be out there like that, looking like that and dancing with Usher and all this stuff. So anyway, Usher ends up turning the situation around and basically making a video out of it, which is boyfriend. Right. And if you guys haven't seen the video, 
We're going to actually watch it. We're going to watch a little bit of it today. But the situation and what I, but what I see from it is this, in spite of what everyone's talking about. And I want to say this because here's the thing. Look at the crowd psychology of this whole thing. I want you guys to pay attention to the crowd psychology of this. All right. Pay attention to how this situationship, as we going to say, situation, situationship, right? <laughs> to see right. how he was able to say, okay, you know what? Since I'm in this, since my name is in this, in this uh, situation, here's what I can do. He made a video called Boyfriend. It wasn't and, just a video, though. It was a song yeah, as well, too. It was a song. It's a song. Yeah, it's a song and video called Boyfriend. He just he, he put it out right pretty much after this incident, after it went viral and everybody starts going in on it. You've had so many different you've had men with different opinions about how he was out of pocket and he's a simp. And then you got the ladies saying that. That's just who he is, and y'all hating because y'all ain't y'all niggas ain't got the, the the skills to do that. And Kiki Palmer is a boss, and she her own late right. So they're all taking up for the so it became a huge uproar about basically. All right, guys, I want to apologize for the technical difficulties we had uh, earlier today. Just the my my computer ended up just doing just took me out, and I don't know. I was out of the feed and. Harkos was still in the feed, but I wasn't. So yeah, anyway, I was still in the Zoom room for yeah. it, but it kicked him out. And so I was like, what the fuck? But then yeah. I had shit to take care of and he had some stuff to take care of. So we're coming back like nine hours later yeah. to go ahead and finish this up finish for y'all. So editing magic, y'all not going to really know too much. But if that's why our tone is a little bit different now, yeah. that's the explanation for it. So, exactly. so K KP, before we got rudely interrupted by technology, KP was actually going into the breakdown of this whole Usher, Kiki, the horror situation. So go ahead. And, uh, man, say don't, dude, come on. <laughs> Quit, don't even do it. It's not even about that. We don't, not my point is this, okay? I know, okay, so everybody has their, everybody has their little opinion about it, but the thing I want to focus on I just want to put it out there real quick. That's not my opinion. I have a different opinion about the situation. I just want to say that for clickbait shit. I, <laughs> you, that is so foul, man. Don't be saying that about no sister like that, damn it. You know damn good well because you love you some sisters. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, it just depends on how they love themselves, though. I don't, you know what? I'm anyway, not going to get into situation, that. Situation, the situation. Yeah, situation, dude. Chill with that one, all right? <laughs> but anyway, what I want to pay, what I, my main focus is, is the marketing aspect and the crowd psychology behind this incident, which has turned into a video for Usher. Yeah, because you you were saying how people were calling uh, Julius or whatever his name was a simp. Darius, shit like yeah, that. yeah, Dar Darius, yeah, they're yeah, called yeah. Darius, right? I mean, and that and to be and I'm gonna say this, guys, and just before we get, that's not what between those two, and I want to just I want to point this out because this whole this whole incident this situation can be a very could be marketing and build fan bases for all three of them well the growth of the usher and, and kiki's already but if we look at darius's situation this can also it can also grow a fan base for him too on a different level so let me just yeah. kind of get y'all into this if you guys seen the video i'm gonna go ahead and show the video right because i think we need to see it 
So yeah, break down a little bit more of the backstory, though. You were like starting to get into that a little bit. Okay. Uh, and and then you got cut off by the, the right. technology. Issue. So if you so if you guys are familiar with this whole situation, you guys know that it started off because Kiki was dead, was uh being serenaded by Usher at a at a in a, in Las Vegas at a show that they, that he was performing at. And she had on a see-through kind of a dress with a little bit of a with a with a, a bikini top and, and bottom, if you will, or people would say, but I think it was just a part of the dress. You know, I'm not sure, but ladies, school me on that one, please, or may I'll just go ahead and look it up. But the point was that she went and she she was being serenaded by Usher in this dress. And then Darius, Darius Jackson, the father of her of uh, Kiki's and, and his baby, all right. He posted on on he posted on social media that he was upset with her um, going out there showing her cakes to the world with Usher and and being serenaded by him and being hugged up and all that other stuff and grinding on him. So people right and and there and, and and Darius and her are together or no? No, they're no longer together. Okay, because of that situation and so, oh oh so. So they were together when that situation happened. Yes. Now they're not. Now they're okay. not because she ended up breaking up with him because he got pissed off about because her he got pissed off about guy. yeah and by about him about him and, and and that sort of thing. So yeah. Right. So what end up happened? So basically, Usher shot. I mean, people can say what they want, but Usher ended up making this beautiful video here. I'm gonna go ahead and play for y'all. And it's called Boyfriend. Cause this is what he did, and and the funny thing was, it's the way he did it, and we're gonna get into that. I'm gonna show talk about that, but let's go ahead and just watch a little bit of the video. Yeah, and for those of y'all who are watching or listening or listening only, mainly, we're only gonna be able to actually play a couple of seconds of the audio portion. So if you want to go listen to or watch the video yourself or listen to the song, feel free. But because of copyright issues and shit like that, Usher's yeah. Usher's label will shut us down quick as shit. So we're gonna be yeah. playing the video while. Uh, while KP is t discussing what's in the video for those of y'all listening only and we're just going to play a couple seconds of the actual audio so you can kind of feel yeah, it exactly all right y'all y'all ready here he go somebody say that your boyfriend's looking for me Ooh, that's cool that's cool all right y'all so that's a little bit of piece of it now Percy I love the song it, it just it's and my, us just my man I love us I'm sorry y'all but okay, just want to break this down. Now, this situation, I wanted to say to this to artists, to artists especially, okay. Regardless of how you feel about it, all right. I want y'all to look at the marketing aspect behind this, okay, and the fact that it's a controversial topic. He was able to take it and make it into a song. Now. On a statistic, on, on a statistical level, let's look at how many subscribers are on Usher's lit right here. But look at how many views this so video seven, has already 7. got. Seven point five million subscribers. Right, and, and now and look at the views. Three point seven million views on just this song alone. It came out August sixteenth, and today is August twenty first. Yep. So 3.7 million views in like four days. In four days. Five, five days. I'm five sorry, days, my math yes. is fucked five. up. No, it's all good. Five days. But you see what he was able to do. 
he yeah, took he got the half of his subscribers to listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, because I mean, you do the rate, raw math. He's got 7.5 million subscribers. Mm-hmm. This is a new news story, and he only got 3.7 million. So that makes me initially kind of be like, okay, so what's the other 3 million subscribers? They don't fuck with him. They don't get the notification. They don't follow us. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one of the questions I kind of have. But that's a different su- subject. Yeah, I mean, but here's my point. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it from a perspective because guess what? Those 7 million people are going to look, this video is going to catch up more. Oh yeah. Eventually it will. Yeah. But But, in the the first four days to get 3.7 million, I mean, that's no feat right there. That that's something I'm not discounting that, but you know, it's just, it's just, it's kind of going back to episode five or six, whichever yeah, episode, episode six that, that we, that we just had last episode. It's kind of going, no, sorry. What the fuck? What no, episode? this said, yeah, no, it was episode six or five. But anyway, what I'm trying anyway, to say is one of the previous episodes where I was talking, we were we were talking about um um fictitious numbers from major labels and stuff like that. Them mm-hmm. them doing fictitious numbers. That's why I was shooting that. But anyway, sorry, right. go ahead. But that's not again, let's not I'm yeah, not that's different looking story. at all of that stuff. My right, point yeah. is that I'm looking at the fact that he took a controversial situation. And made a song out of it, and look at where and and look at where it's going. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And an artist, this again, this is crowd again, crowd psychology, which Sean and Corey talked about within Brandman Network. Shout out to mm-hmm. him again. But being able to take any situation, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, and and being able to make it into a song, creating a video with it making it go, you know, making it hit, really touching your fans because how many people are into Usher? How many people are into Kiki, right? Right. So that's going to boost that fan base. Now, for those of y'all just listening only in this video, so the whole time in this video, Kiki has been in the video. She's Mm -hmm. been lip syncing to the stuff. They keep doing cuts of her and Usher back and forth. And dancing. And and, And now it's like three quarters of the way through. And she's in bed next to all I saw was looks like a man's arm, but she's getting on the phone. I'm just guessing probably the usher or whatever, because like in this video, no, Usher's she, on the phone. That's what I'm saying. Usher, yeah. She's on the phone with Usher. Right. Yeah. But like in this video, she's like dressed like Usher, yeah. dancing like Usher, mouthing and everything like that and everything. like. So like it's definitely it's playing off of the controversy with her literally wearing Usher's clothes, doing his moves in the bed with another dude answering his nah, texts she's not and calls even in the bus. She's like not that. in the bed with another dude. No, nah, rewind it back. You can see a dude's arm. No, nah, I didn't see that. Yeah, re- rewind it back a little. It's a different video now. You're going to have to back up or skip the ad or whatever the fuck is going on. There you go. Yeah, now rewind it. Like, no, nah, it was like three quarters. Like, uh, right in, yeah. Oh, right in there when she first gets in the bed. No, back it up a smidge more. See that arm right there? Hold up, nigga. Hold up. <laughs> Right, We're looking now, like this on Friday. Let it that's play. a pillow, bro- fool. That's her arm. Okay, it looks like a pillow now. Yeah, Aww, at first. Nigga, at first no, at first it looked like a black man's arm. All right, come on now. <laughs> yeah, that's going to sound fucked up coming from a white dude, but for legit, for the on first view, at quick glance, I'm like, oh, she's laying in bed. Oh, she's next to some dude. Oh, she's answering a call from somebody else type of you thing. You think is she trying to be Joy from Friday, nigga? That's what they... <laughs> Dude, I mean, this whole song and the whole video portion of it is like, is like, look, I got your girl in my clothes, doing my moves, singing my song. What's 
what else could you add in there? Um, she's answering my calls when she's in bed with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'm just saying, like, that was my first initial instinct. But I stand corrected. That was a pillow. It was a brown pillow, so it fucking threw me off. <laughs> call, me, call me what you will, Internet. I'm not a fucking racist, but that's, it wasn't that's racist, what it, just no, that's what it initially looked yeah, like, right? Because like that Darius, the Darius dude, it looked like it was supposed to be like a side shot of an arm. Hell. Okay, but he okay. have a light skin. He's right, but, but but see, but see, if I was making the video and I wanted to be super petty, that's what I would have done in that scene right there. Not had her in bed empty in an empty right. bed by herself. I would have had her in bed next to just an an a figure, right? And then it would play into oh, they did a video where Usher's calling her when she's in bed with Darius. Oh shit, you know what I'm saying? It would have added you would have add, added more uh, joy from Friday to it. Like, I'm just saying, if you're going to be petty, be petty, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking of it from a marketing aspect. You want to get the most value. You want to, you want to, you know, as the government says, never let a good tragedy or never yeah. let a tragedy go to waste, right? right. Well, you want to never let a good situation go to waste or whatever for marketing purposes and stuff like that. So, so. One one thing that me and KP were getting into this morning before we even started the episode, and that's why we cut it in, is because my my thing with this is so so KP, I was I was asking him just like I've been asking during this as well too. I was asking some questions because I don't follow this kind of stuff personally, right? Um, but so I was asking, I'm like, okay, you know, when did the grinding situation, the serenading situation, happen between Kiki and Usher? As opposed to when the song and the video came out. So that was uh, about two. That was two. What two or one? One a day or two be prior to that. Okay, so the serenaded situation happened two days, a day or two later, however many days it was. Oh, the serenade? No, before. The right, it the serenade. Yeah. So the serenading happened, right? So yes. the serenading happened, and then a couple days later, mm -hmm. this music video comes out. Yes. Okay. So. So my my thing was whenever me and KP were talking is I was calling bullshit on it being an organic situation that he capitalized on because I'm looking at the logistics. Now, even if I'm Usher, I got Usher's money, Usher's connections, Usher's label, everything like that for a situation to happen today. And then for me to create a song, get it mixed and mastered, get a dance choreography for it, get a music video prepped and shot and edited in one or two or even three days that is moving the needle and i get it if you got usher money and you got usher connections and you got the ability to make mountains move in a day and you can get it done then i could see it happening but like for me on on first image and, to, and I mean, if anybody's got any information that you can set me straight, like a real information, not opinion, because this is my opinion. Right. So if if somebody's giving you an opinion, you get, come back with facts, not another opinion. Right. But. I would say that he already had this video out or video good or at least the song done. Right. He already had the song good. Already probably had the video good. And then they did the serenading thing to start the marketing campaign. That's that's what I would see. Either Darius is in on it or he wasn't. There's but, no way in hell he's gonna be uh, in on that. I, I don't know. It it's a it's such a short time frame 
for okay, but look at for, well, okay, for the, but, for the but track look at, but, and the video to come but look out. Look at technology, though, Kark. You I, gotta no, look I, at the I fact get we it. gotta have technology. So I, things I like that it, can man. move just like that. Right, and, and like the fact I said, that they're already the home, let me let me finish. Yeah, but they're already in Vegas. Uh huh. And he's already he does shows at Vegas. Right. He does shows there, so he's already had the access. She's already there. Hmm. So it was like, you know what? Let's do this video. Right. And so so then like and I like I just said, man, I know he's Usher, he's got Usher money, right? And he's got all the connections. So so he's like, okay, get me a beat. I'm gonna write something to it. Let me get in the studio tonight. Boom. Create that, mix and master that shit right now. I'll pay you whatever pay price you want. All right. You videographer team of videographers and editors write a treatment let's get a video going all right kiki you're already here go ahead and hop in the video the videographer's got this going on the choreographer over here working and stuff like that that's literally the situation happening and then the next morning you see in the internet blow up when darius gets pissed off about it and you go okay and you get on the phone and you get everybody to stop whatever they're doing and you pay them whatever they need to stop whatever they're doing to come in for to to record mix and master the track and to record and edit the video within a couple of days like it can happen yeah but, i mean because it's but, technology but, yeah. right well it's not just technology it's money you know what i'm saying like if you want to spend three million dollars you can get a video shot in a fucking day and edited that well, same I mean, day. Yeah, that you know too. what i'm saying yeah, that. like that kind that kind of thing that, that's what i'm saying is like right. okay. the, not yeah, not, just, not just the technology like i mean fuck man if somebody says hey shoot this music video and get it back to me by the by by midnight tonight fully edited and i'll pay yeah. you you know an outlandish amount of money I'm going to be like, all right, let's do it. Right. But like, like that video is a very professional video. It's not like a shoddy video. It's very, very professional. So like a full treatment is set up for it. A full, like, you know, where they have like the tracks for the camera and shit like that. That's all in place. And they, they had to put all that in place and get everything done. They had to close the casino where they right. shot it. They had to either close the casino where they shot it or find a soundstage that they can make up really quick to look like a casino. And then they got the elevator scene. They got the bedroom scene, which is obviously in a casino. That's kind of easy to do. But mm -hmm. then, you know, they, and they got the, the green room scene and then him, him walking down a hallway and everything like that. Like it's like, that would have to be like, like lo logistics, man mm -hmm. on point. And, and so like, like it's, it's like, if, if, it was 100% organic, mm -hmm. then it's amazingly dope that they were able to pull all that off and capitalize on the heat. Within five days. Within five days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But my conspiracy mind, wearing my Immortal Technique shirt on coincidence, <laughs> on coincidence, right? <laughs> For those of y'all who can't see, I'm wearing my Immortal Technique shirt that I got years and years ago, right? But my, my mind automatically goes to calling bullshit because I've seen how the industry works with this kind of shit. Like when okay, yeah, okay, like, like, okay, when, yeah. like when MGK and Eminem started getting that beef and that's when all of a sudden MGK put the guitar down and came out with uh, um, Rap Devil or whatever the, the song was that, that countered. Oh, yeah, it was Rap Devil because it countered Eminem's Rap God. Right. Yeah. And it came out like 
within like a couple of days. So it was, it, again, it was the same type of situation within a few days. There was uh, of the, the, the beef sparking off between MGK and Eminem. MGK had a fucking track fully mixed and mastered, put on all the distros and a video all the way up, fully edited, put up as well too. Within right. with, within days, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I get it. Like, if you got major label distro, they can put it out to all the platforms same day, right? Because they got that pool and everything pool. like that. It's yeah. not like distro kid, right? You know, I get that they're working with a whole different level, but it's like they are making moves. So, like, if it's legit, then then I don't want to hear no excuses when the industry says we got delays, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I've been because you know because if so, then this is proof right here that in August 2023, you can create a track fully and put it out with choreography, with with a full treatment for a video and and put all of it out everywhere within a few within five days or whatever. Yeah, like that's moving some shit. But again, like I said, I automatically go to bullshit. I think it's set up and planned. Whether Darius knew about it or not, that's up for debate, obviously. And nobody could really know unless you're in the situation that might come out in time. You know, maybe here in the next week or so, it comes out that he was in on it. Or maybe it's a situation where they had already broken up, but it wasn't a public breakup. And then, you know, so they had already broken up. Then she goes out on the town with her girls, happens to go to Usher or whatever. Somebody captures that on video. She's acting out because she's pissed off at Darius or whatever, right? And then it gets put up on the internet. He gets outraged about it. And then now now she's like, oh, now I'm going to break up with you publicly. And he's probably like, bitch, you already broke up with me four weeks ago. Right. right. Something like okay. that. Right. So here's and, the thing. So let's, and then, so let's, but, then, let's... but then maybe she already she broke up with him for Usher and then they already had that all arranged. And then they're like, all right, let's start the PR campaign. Boom. You know what I'm saying? I think we're getting I think you're reading way too far into it. OK. Like, and, I, and I mean, it. I, I'm, and not, I'm not going to doubt you. That That's fair. I do that sometimes. And here's <laughs> why. And the reason I am, because I wasn't the thing is. I can see where you're coming from, but at the same time, you're you are read you are kind of reading into it too far because the thing is, whether it was and and whether how Darius feels, the thing here's what I wanted to focus on, or here's okay. what I want to focus on is the fact that as I was saying, Darius, and okay, we can just. Just for the sake of argument. All right, let's just do this for the sake of argument. Okay? Just, just tell me what you think, right. man. I, so here's I, what get, I'm thinking. I get that I can reach. I get that I reach too far. I get that I, I I put on stuff, right? So I'm just saying my full opinion. And I try I try to do both sides, right? Either they, they're logistical masters or it's a conspiracy, right? Okay. It might be, so it might here's be in what between. Right, maybe so, between. So what do you think? Yeah. But yeah. here's what I'm thinking. And I'm looking at more Darius okay. than anybody. That's just because factor. you just right, just mm. because you brought it up. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about where Darius can go from a marketing aspect with mm. this. And artists, I want y'all, and the reason, and this is why I'm really talking about this. And I am glad, and I'm very glad that you are bringing your, your you're bringing your feelings into it because right, yeah. this does because the thing is, a situation like this is very touchy, right? Because it's dealing with mm-hmm. it's dealing with love, it's dealing with, with with the child, it's dealing with all these things. But yeah. here's what I want y'all to understand: I think number one, the child's going to be in good hands. I'm not, I'm yeah. not worried about that. I, yeah, that, I'm not that's, either. Okay, um, but here's what I'm saying for you guys, for Darius, okay. 
Darius can Darius can um can grow from this. Darius can start building a fan base with this because he would because number one you have if you look at what's going on and this is why I follow a lot of the drama as an artist, okay? Because yeah. number one, it gives me really good ideas musically, and when I'm thinking of music, I'm thinking dramatically or thinking about feelings because I'm looking at instrumentals, right? Right. And the way I use my voice to express those feelings. And music but, is music is feeling based. Yeah, that's feeling based. Yeah. So, but here's what I want to say to you guys, okay? Being able to use these feelings, right? Darius can take this into, he can take this to where he's, because he's already got people backing him up, especially a lot of men. And mm -hmm. the fact that we have the growth of the Andrew Tates and the Fresh and Fit, even though Fresh and Fit just got demonetized from um from, from um YouTube. We'll talk about oh, well, that. That doesn't, that doesn't stop anybody. Yeah, that, that doesn't stop anything. But my point is, because of this, because of this incident, and what's growing now, like I said, with the Andrew Tates and the Manosphere and all those things, right? And his stance that he took, because I want you to think about the stance he took. He said, you're a mother. That was posted on, that was content. Yep. Okay? That's, the how, crowd that's how he set it up. That's how yeah. he set it up. The yep. crowd psychology behind that was saying, look, it was looking at who? Men. And who did it bring out? Men who feel the same way he felt. Men yeah. who feel like Kiki is what you called her. I'm not going to say it, but right. at the same right. time, they're men, and then they look at uh, look at Usher as a simp, right? Right. So now, and the video I was just showing you, Shisha Zed, the coffee pod, he's mm -hmm. one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he has. So what I'm saying is, is for Darius, whether you like it or not. And ladies, I'm saying this to you too, lady artists, this doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about your feelings. What I'm trying to tell y'all is this. The same way Kiki Palmer was able to use the crowd psychology, bringing able to being the sisterhood, is the same thing Usher was able to do by being the quote unquote simp. And I'm not, and I'm using that term loosely because I'm not looking at him that way. But yeah, the you're point just using is the you, term I'm using that everybody is yeah. that they're using in right. order to have this market, in order to have this mm -hmm. crowd psychology behind the market. Yeah, because right? now, because now it's a divisive topic. It's a hot button. Topic. Exactly, it's a hot and it's button. And it's, exactly, and it's divisive on so many different levels mm -hmm. as well, too. And it, I mean, it, I mean, it's similar to the 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 will smith situation with jada mm -hmm. and her son's friend that she was banging and then the chris rock slap and all that stuff yeah mm -hmm. yeah like all the and like her red table talk where she was sitting there just like torturing that man mm -hmm. god i feel sorry for that dude after that <laughs> shit like the whole rest of the situation that's his personal business but that red table talk where she was interviewing him like and why do you think i cheated on you? like it's like whoa Jesus, you're putting all this and then, out. And here's the like, thing. that's something else. Like to to talk about that behind closed doors or even with psychiatrists or friends and family, that's one thing. But to the open public, that's kind of uh, yeah. now, okay, and you're right. But here's yeah. the thing, uh, guys. And anyway, and again, back to this topic. <laughs> no, no, and that's fine that you brought that right. up because here's the thing. I'm one of those people now when you think about if you think about it from an artist's perspective. Mm. And the thing is, Will Smith's an artist himself. 
Yeah, and Chris rapper, Rock is too. And Chris and look, Rock is look, too. And look what Chris, Chris Rock's Rock, special what Chris, did. Right. Chris Rock was able to take the special. Will Smith, even though he's been kind of, he's been blackballed a little bit for 10 years in Hollywood. Here was bit. the thing. Will Smith still has the ability to rap. And he still has the and ability to ha- act. Exactly. And he still has and the I ability to go out in public. Because and this he, is he, where he I wish recently, he would have done yeah, well, this is he, why I really he, wish he would have done something mm-hmm. there. That's what I'm saying. I well, wish he, he would have really taken that mm-hmm. and done something behind it where it's like he took it and made it into a piece of art. Really the take this, make the situation a piece, of, a piece yeah. of art. Yes. Yeah, because what he did was he did that Emancipation movie. Mm-hmm. And then here recently, I actually was flipping through like my newsfeed or How whatever. How was that movie, by the way? Did you watch it? I haven't watched I don't watch that okay. many movies. Okay. But I'm but I did I did it. see where he was on the Kevin Hart show, the Heart to Heart or whatever his podcast yeah. he's got on Peacock. Uh-huh. I saw that they were on there and he like the little clip that I saw because I didn't see the whole thing. I don't have Peacock, but I saw a clip in like a news feed and it, Will Smith was like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that emancipation movie, but I was or it wasn't in the right mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Because of all the situation that was going on. Right. But I can see what you're talking about, how Darius can capitalize off of this, not just with like the whole manosphere thing and everything like that, but like. But that could we, be his target audience, though. That's what I'm saying. That, because that, he was that able, because be. that he touched. Well, mm-hmm. it could. Well, it definitely not. And I mean, and because I watched the manosphere and I see how it is and mm-hmm. the, and seeing the people that starting to jump on board with him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Easily. He has that. He already, that would be his target. This is all I'm saying, y'all. I'm not saying like, I'm just pointing out specifically who his target audience would be in this case. Yeah. Or even like, like, and and I could also see a good amount of women backing him as well, too. Well, I mean, yeah, I get get what you're saying with that. But that main target audience, though, because here's the thing with, see, again, this is where we, again, artists, and this is where I'm 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 test I'm going to I'm going to have to call you out on this one okay, okay. think about think about boxes right right with, with what Sean said with Sean and Corey we talk about with boxes right mm-hmm. when we want to target like okay so think about you as a hip hop artist okay mm-hmm. you have you have a target don't right. you have a wide variety of hip hop that you listen to? And you got a lot of guys that you listen to. But if you look at the back of your, um, when you look at your CDs in the back of your wall there, you see that there's a certain style that you do have. Well, and right? and and there's only, like, I, I pick different pieces out of some, but there's more that I resonate towards, towards than others. Right. Like, like, you know, and stuff like that. So I get what you're saying where, like, if he's going to use it to his advantage, he needs to pick one box. And and yes, that box would be, you know, I mean, he doesn't have to dis, really pick dis, one dis, box, but just disaffected men, right? right? Disaffected men who are tired of non-traditional style women or or women with just no morals. Modern women, women, yeah. Or, or women that do whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. And, and that that was one thing too that I saw you you would show me something where somebody had said, um, he he's just a baby, you know, just because just you, a baby you, daddy. Yeah, yeah he's, just, he's just a baby daddy. You guys aren't married, so you're single. You he's can just do a what boyfriend. you want. Yeah, that's yeah. what. Oh that's no, what yeah, is. that's what it was. The the tweet said he's just a boyfriend. You're mm-hmm. still single, and that's where I was like, like, okay, I get they're not married, so it's not like a super super formal thing, right? But if it's your boyfriend and y'all have a monogamous situation, 
you are not single. Like if y'all have a poly situation, then you act accordingly, right? And and however people structure their relationship is completely between them. But like for, for somebody on the outside to say, oh, he's just your boyfriend, you're still single. It's just like, hold on a second. Did, did they agree to be monogamous? Okay, then respect the fuck out of that. Right, but here's you know the thing. But, but it's still- Especially as an right, outsider. Right, but again, you know, and that- I think we should touch. I think that's a different story we could touch on. Okay. Like, or yeah. Because, because I mean, just, yeah, I agree. And what I'm saying, and I'm saying that because it's just, yeah, it's not, we're not, again, uh, I get the more, yeah. I get, I get the feelings behind it. We're musicians so that, you know, it's a th topic. But my point is that look at where, if you get into a, say if you're in a situation like that as an artist, right? Mm -hmm. You can go so or many different you, you ways. You can go so many different ways with mm -hmm. it, right? Yeah, because even, even everybody's if you look growing. at it, right? Everybody's growing. And even if you look at something, something that captivates you, mm -hmm. okay? Like this, this topic really captivated me, right? Yeah. And I mean, and there's some relative, yeah, because yeah, it's, it's some, there's some human relative. There's definitely the human factor behind it, yeah, right? So that's where I'm everybody at puts it. themselves in somebody in, in somebody else's people's shoes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. but but what I'm doing is is that from a from just from an educational perspective for us as art and artists, and that's why I keep saying that to artists looking at a situation like this, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, controversial, um, um joyful, inspirational, tragic. It's you, you taking, you're able to take it and do something with it. And you mm -hmm. want to, and then when you doing something like that, you want to plan behind it. Like there's that feeling of, okay, you want to take this. What is it that you want to do? What is it that you really want to say? For Usher, it was like, okay, dude tripping on me. His let me boyfriend, capitalize. let me capitalize on like, I heard that your boyfriend's looking for me. Right, exactly. That's cool. Right now, he got me yeah. singing that shit, right? Because <laughs> right. he got a hell of a voice. Sorry, well, he yeah, does. He, he does, and and I see what you're saying. With if we just if we just pull out of it and stop talking about the situation details, we just talk mm -hmm. about the marketing aspect, right? Mm -hmm. Because because I was getting lost. So <laughs> so so like the marketing aspect of it, absolutely. So Usher is going to be winning because not only did he make his first new song in how long. You know, mm -hmm. um, but it's he's the he's a trending topic right now because of some other shit that's going on involving him. Mm -hmm. So he's capitalizing on that and they're running the fuck out of the marketing on that. He's probably yeah. got a good month, maybe two tops out of this. Yeah. And he he didn't have to reinvent himself as nope. an older artist. He didn't have to um to to you know, do any kind of, you know, marketing campaign or a PR campaign to say, hey, Usher's coming out with his first song in X amount of time. Nothing like that. All he you did know, was put it on the internet and said tomorrow. Exactly. That's it. And, and All he did little clips of the video, of Kiki yep. dancing and stuff. And yep. the beauty. Also, let's talk about Kiki. Let's talk about with, with Kiki well, as yeah, well. Because... So like, what's, yeah, that's where I was going to go next. Like, so now she is going to have a different level of support and supporters. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a higher level of support. She's got a higher level of public eye now. Her name yeah. is getting out there more than it was before. So mm -hmm. the next thing that she does here soon, she's got to do it while it's hot still. The next thing that she does is going to get more eyeballs and more traffic than what it would have two weeks prior.
Mm-hmm. And she did you know a little saying? song prior, like a little song talking about, because mm-hmm. she sings too. Okay. She did a little bit of, a, I think she did a song too where she was dancing in the video and baby girl can dance. But let me say this, ladies. This ladies, next one's going to go harder. Yeah, though. this was going harder. But ladies, I just want to say this. I love y'all. Thank, okay, I know. But guess what? Kiki can't dance better than my nigga Usher. <laughs> Sorry. Just got to put that out there. Because a couple of ladies were in there talking about some why Kiki doing it better than him. No, no. yeah, no, Usher is like the king of dancing. You know, man, Chris Brown rest, tried to be yeah. all that stuff. You know, man, Chris Brown can move. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, Chris but but he's tried to compete with Usher. That's that's where his like angle of of attack was from. Because he came yeah. up after Usher. He came up true, true, after true, true. Uh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so like so so the time. same way the same way that Usher you know went at the same maybe not the same angle but he went at a similar trajectory uh, of 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 attack that Michael Jackson did. Yeah. You know, then then Chris Brown came up and did the you know, and then so then the next people did that and you know just kept going like that. You know, every yeah. generation they they pick people at, to to follow in line of you know when they're going True. up in there and stuff like that. So yeah, so if she had previously put out a song, that one's not going to get any reignition of fire. But her next one that she drops here soon, she got to go quick. Yeah, that one, especially if it's topic based to this topic mm-hmm. or something that has to do with you know like. Like, like hypothetically, if Beyonce never put out "Single Lady" and now, now Kiki comes around with a song called "Single Lady" or talks about being single, you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of something, something mm-hmm. in that realm where, like, you know, like I'm single again or something like that. You know, like she comes out with one of those like "fuck my ex, I'm single, I'm gonna do what I want" type of tracks. I She's can still be, be a mama without you. You know, something all like that. that. Yeah, yeah, they could really. You know, watch I mean... this mama shake her money maker <laughs> or something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, anything, boy. anything where she's using the fire that she's got all these people that are backing her and she makes a content piece of content that takes what they are backing her for doing and right. the anti against her. And she makes art out of that. And she drops it here soon within the next week or two. Mm-hmm. It's going to go. And at oh. the same time, anything that Darius <laughs> tries doing. So if he makes he if he if he starts, you know, going on podcasts with like. Uh, Dr. Amu Kamar, or what's his name? Dr. Kamal? No, that's not his um, fucking name. Uh, oh my God. Dr. Um, Omar. Dr. Dr. Omar. Dr. Umar. Dr. Umar. Umar. Yeah, Umar. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. Yeah, he goes on with Dr. Umar, or he goes on Breakfast, Daily Breakfast Ra- Club. Or Daily Rap Crew, or yeah. Yeah, he Charlemagne. Knows- he goes on yes. with Charlemagne, or he gets on, you know what I'm saying, with, with some of these other, like, you know, like traditional masculine type of situations. I wouldn't, I mean, so so I've been no, I'm not gonna go into that. So like if he goes into places well, he like podcasts. that, he can yeah, do podcasts yeah. himself because you think about Kwame Brown. He, he could start a podcast. Yeah, yeah, because remember because think about what, what yep. Kwame Brown went through, right? With the mm-hmm. whole thing of being when he was being called a a, a bust and everything. Mm-hmm. He came out and spoke out about it and he ended up building a podcast and yep. it was like and that podcast took off. Yeah, and he's gonna have to like it's gonna have to be a topic besides just this that he can go branch off of well he was a podcast. former uh he was a former nf he was a former uh dallas cowboy so he could possibly do that or he could do something else he has a high because yeah because he has to, because yeah because see the thing is mm-hmm. too like if you look at it and i you totally agree with you because mm-hmm. him being a former football player right mm-hmm. 
And then him going into this man and then going into with the, the with that part with the attitude that he had, mm-hmm. right? This can really build. And the thing is, like, guys, he doesn't have to be, he doesn't have to be a talented um musician. No, he's a former football player. Yeah, yeah, he's a former, he's a former football NFL uh player, and he can use that platform as well. Because why? Men, right? Yeah. It's and, men. And, it's a man's platform, and for and for Kiki, the women, and for God, Usher, mm-hmm. of course, it's that. It's he's a musician. He's an artist. He's a time. You know, I mean, Kiki is too. But it's just the way their 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 fan bases can be built. Mm-hmm. Yep. And their targets, they just you can just see where they can really. Well, Usher already did, but for Darius, mm-hmm. like I said, you really could see that target, and for for um Kiki, mm-hmm. you could see. Like you said, if she does, if she's lit, if Kiki, if you listen in the hard coast, that's some pretty good advice, right? Right. <laughs> like, I mean, that's, straight up. <laughs> that's that's what that's 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 what would work best with mm-hmm. the if, if that's the angle she wants to take. If right. she wants to take a different angle where she's coming at it from a different moral slant or something like that, she can do that as well too. I'm just right. thinking, what would be marketing optimal? to get the most reach now you know everybody's individual morals that's based on them but that's what i would see her doing usher just started it you know and so then the other two can come along with it and and you know you know darius can do whatever you know something sports-based or something whatever he's been doing since he was not a dallas cowboy he could be to do something that has to do with that you know maybe he started sustainable agriculture or something he can talk about that or whatever the fuck he wants to talk about right maybe he or wants maybe to go- be more an advocate of being like a father and yeah but, but something like that yeah, yeah he, he can, he, he that. can start a, he can start a podcast you know like my son and me or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. you know where he's talking about being a dope father or whatever like yeah. you know so 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 to kind of round this out before we keep going down rabbit holes right. Like I keep going down mainly, but, <laughs> but you know, what, what, what KP really wanted to bring this whole topic up for at first, whenever he brought it up to me, I'm like, in my mind, I didn't say it to you, man. But in my mind, I was like, bro, don't make this a drama show. But then when you started talking about it before, before the video, and then even once we started recording, I was like, I see where he's going with this. Yes, let's yeah. go ahead and do it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at first, my first, my first instinct, you're like, hey, I want to talk about this cheating shit or whatever the fuck's going on. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> right. But right. but I was like, I was like, all right, let me see where he wants to go with this, you know? And and, and but yeah, so like, so the overall thing that, that KP just said, what he's wanting to talk about, you know, is whatever situation you have going on. Mm-hmm. try to capitalize off of it the best way possible yeah. and as fast as possible, because that's going to help you the best. Now, if you're, if you're in a situation where you don't have any kind of situation going on that you can capitalize off of, don't manufacture something. Right. Right. But just, but so, so you know, I know a lot of y'all are probably sitting there like, well, I don't have any like high profile thing that's going on. Maybe I'll just go rob a store or something. It's like, no, don't do that. Okay. Yeah. But like, don't, don't do right. that. You yeah. know, don't, don't be the next viral. I just got tased by a cop video or nothing yeah. like that. Okay. Don't, don't do none don't, of that. Don't shit. take no penitentiary chances, dude. No, for real. You no, know don't saying? do that. You know, don't, yeah, yeah, don't, don't do none of that. All right. <laughs> but if you happen to get into any kind of a situation, even if it's on a local level, mm-hmm. you know, there was a situation that I was involved with a few years ago in a local, you know, hip hop circuit and stuff like that. Let's hear it, dude. And okay. So, what had happened was 
So I had my podcast okay. and the radio show style podcast that I had. I started in 2017, uh, mm-hmm. closed shop in like 2021, right? Okay. But anyway, I started making music in like 2018. And then um, I was rocking with a, another podcaster. He was kind of like a podcaster. He had it, it was when Facebook Lives were still available to happen. So he had a Facebook Live show where he would do like a countdown style competition. He was really, really influenced by WWE wrestling and stuff like that. And so he okay. made a show kind of like that, but for hip hop. And so me and him, you know, me and him became cool and everything like that and started working with each other. And then I met a lot of the artists on his show and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, there was this one artist on there that me and him were like, you know, we would like fuck around with each other back and forth. He had like a pop trap type style and I got more of like a conscious type of style. Right. Right. And so like we would always, you know, shoot shots back and forth you know in friendly competition and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. you know i knew that you know the the audience that that this show attracted loved his shit okay yeah and for what he made he made he made good quality shit so me and the host of the show and that other artist gotten like a three uh in a in a group chat and i was like hey i got an idea so since this whole thing is kind of set up a little bit like WWE, why don't me and you talk to the other artists have like a fake beef type of competition back and forth to hype up the show and cause a little bit of, of drama, a little bit of hype around the show and everything and keep people kind of tuning in to see what's going to happen next. And, okay. you know, on social media, we'll, we'll make like, you know, goofy style, like this poster, whatever against each other and tag each other in it and shit like that. Right. And but not cross any lines like we set up lines, you know, like, hey, don't be talking about family or kids. You know, what I'm saying just keep it just me and you only no significant others, no family, no nothing like that. Right. We can't be respectful. Right. Just me and you personal shots against each other, uh, shots against each other's music, but nothing outside of me and you. Right. Right. So we kept it like that. It was going back and forth. Everything was all good until <laughs> until I posted a picture of Tyrone Biggums and said, who does this look like? And put up a picture, like a side-by-side of Tyrone Biggums and that artist. For those of y'all who don't know who Tyrone Biggums is, he's the crackhead character that Dave Chappelle had on his show, right? And this motherfucker had a picture up, not Tyrone, but this other artist had a picture that he posted, like he he posted a picture of him wearing an orange beanie, right? And and he's a skinny, tall, lanky black dude, right? right? And so, like, I was like, oh, boom, got a picture of Tyrone Biggs, and I put him side by side, and I said, are you sure you ain't Tyrone Biggs or whatever? He got super pissed. All of a sudden, I'm a racist, right? All the other oh, shit me and him were going up. back and forth, all shit me and him were going back and forth with, right? Uh, it was all cool. For those of y'all listening only, I'm a white dude, okay? Right. So, <laughs> so all of a sudden, I'm a racist, right? <laughs> because I said he looks like a crackhead, which, okay, whatever. Apparently, crackhead is a race. But anyway, <laughs> we we were, we, you know, and so then all of a sudden I'm a fucking racist. And then he, uh, uh, the, the host mm-hmm. is talking to me offline and I'm, I'm like, dude, you need to holler at your boy and, you know, cause what the fuck. Right. And so he was talking offline to me. He was like, Hey man, I'm with you on this, blah, blah, blah. So he was like supporting me and backing me. But then every time he went on the show, he would actually dog me. 
And he wouldn't come straight out and say I was a racist himself, but he was dancing around the idea of it. And so yeah. I messaged him and I would, and so like, you know, then like the, the kind of built up from there and, and beforehand me and him were, you know, we're putting out different tracks and competing with our tracks and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. then once shit hit the fan, shit started getting a little extra crazy and he started getting really reckless on lives. And then one of my guys hopped in and was like, yo man, Harkos is, you know, nothing anywhere close to racist, blah, blah, blah. And so then that artist shot at one of my guys like on the live is like, yo, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. I started flashing the gun. Well, my guy is from Chicago, Chicago. And he was like, yo, I don't play that shit. I know people down in India. I'll get you touched and fucking in an hour. Right. Oh, and so like shit went crazy. And Ooh. and so then my guy was like, hey, That's just stay it, off of this, man. dude. I got this. Yeah. Right. Like shit started getting crazy. Well, then. So then my guy called one of his guys and said, hey, give a phone call to that guy. And let him know I'm serious. Well, word got to that other artist like within minutes and that other artist deleted that live where he was taking shots at my guy and everything like that right Mm -hmm. shit got crazy and i told the host of that show in personal message i said hey look man you keep telling me you got my back but on live you don't got my back yeah so you need to come straight out and tell people what's up tell people that this was a fucking fake beef that went wrong because motherfucker got feelings because I cracked a joke and he didn't like it. All right. Yeah. You need to come straight out. You need to fucking back me up. Like you keep saying that you are backing me up and you need to, to back the truth up. And the truth happens to be behind right. me. And the next live he went, I said, and if you don't, I'm cutting fucking ties with you. Like you never fucking existed to me and never will. Right. Right. The next live he came out with, like that night or something like that, mm-hmm. he doubled down on helping dude, helping his boy, helping the other artist. Mm-hmm. So I said, fuck that dude, right? So long mm-hmm. story short, I've been involved in some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And I came out with a track in the middle, actually right after that, called Humble Pie. Me and another artist hopped on the track or whatever, and I went at that dude Mm -hmm. it did a little bit of movement and stuff like that but the fact that most of the people that were involved in that shit were Mm -hmm. in the realm of that show and when i cut ties with the host of the show and the host of the show was not even backing me or even playing my shit anymore then that track didn't move anywhere but if it would have been able to have been shown in that circuit if it had would have been able to get into that arena, if it was a big enough situation where we had more than just a hundred people that were following it, right? If we had thousands right. of people that were following the situation and and you know, thousands of people following the situation, they were following what me and him were both posting on our shit, and they mm-hmm. saw my track Humble Pie and stuff like that, and it started going, it would have been a better capitalist capitalizing situation. Just like what Kiki and Usher and Darius are going to be able to do in this. And just like what you as an artist, you can do in those kind of a situation, right? Yep. And and you just have to make sure that you try to capitalize off of the situation as best possible. That's yeah. what the overall, this whole episode has been about, is taking any kind of situation, whether it's a bad or a... a, a bad or different. A, yep. a good, bad, indifferent, divisive, whatever it is, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I came out with Humble Pie. I could have came out with some other track or whatever, being cheeky as fuck, being like, you know, yeah, I'm a racist and having a video with like all black people surrounding me or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I could have done some like crazy shit, right? You know, I, I could have done like all kinds of stuff or whatever to to keep hitting at that thing. But what I just did for me and my personality, I just said, fuck all of them. Right. And went and focused and shifted my focus to growing myself and my brand and my show in the UK. Right. And, and all around the nation and stuff like that. So yeah. I took a different route where, where that motherfucker, you know, at that old show is still city based drama based to this day. I keep hearing from somebody who wants to keep talking to me about what that guy's doing. Like I give a fuck, but I keep hearing about what he's doing. He's still, stuck in his little bubble and right. within a year i branched all around the world with my show and he was still stuck in his city in indy mm-hmm. right and that is kind of right there my 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 theory behind it was i'm going to rise above all these fuckers and i'm going to use this motivation to grow and i grew beyond all of it you know and so that that's my personal choice and perspective on if you have that kind of a situation yeah you can capitalize on it but you can also grow from it as well so yeah. for first for a situation like darius he's kind of like getting shunned by most of the people right a, a good chunk of like like if you look at the main population a lot of people are anti-darius pro kiki and usher right or at least focusing more on them than they are him he has an opportunity <clears throat> where he can come out very positive from this and grow in a totally different way that he may not have ever expected or wanted to grow. Right. You know what I'm saying? All of them can, they, <laughs> they can, they can, they can go super petty with it and be the next housewife for a whole season only, or they can grow beyond and do something great. You know what I'm saying? And me personally, I, I, I want to see all three of them grow beyond and do something great instead of just being petty about it. But I understand the marketing aspect as to why they did get kind of petty with it. Yeah. With this video with the song, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But 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 yeah, so yeah, I, I agree with with your overall uh want to why you picked this topic for tonight. Cause it's a good one, man. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a good one. Uh it took us a while to get to it, but it definitely <laughs> is a good one, man. And and your points of view behind how you know if you look at it as a marketing thing as a genius everything like that yeah it it definitely is man mm-hmm. and i you know you follow the situation i didn't and uh yeah I, well I that's agree. it i agree yeah and that's why i wanted to because it's like you know i think that we like you and i can we can talk about things right but i feel like something like this which is a very touchy subject and being able to say all right look at it from a marketing perspective Right. And if you know, the fact that we've learned about the understanding of crowd sites, crowd psychology like that, to me, ever since Sean showed that video, I've been able to really see it from see, look at all these things from that perspective and also just being able to take my my personal feelings out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I thought about and I, and I want to tell you guys a little bit of my experience with this, too. Like for a while, I did get involved with that manosphere and um, the manosphere environment and stuff. I got involved, with, especially with Kevin Samuels. Rest his soul. But now 
when I think about it, I was like, I was trying to come at it one-sided. And the reason I was coming at it one-sided was because I wanted to get a reaction. I wanted okay. to see what reaction I had gotten. It was quite a few friends, lady friends, who were really disappointed in me at the same time. You know, Why do you think that? Of, well, because they don't, because I'm such a, because I'm a queer black man who okay. stands up for, who stands up for human rights in a way where it's more, it's more left-leaning. Okay. I can honestly say that. Yeah, I do have more of that that left-leaning politics. Mm -hmm. But well, there are in Seattle. Yeah, I do live in Seattle, but I'm also <laughs> I mean I'm from Detroit. Right. right yeah, yeah. Right. And it. so that whole thing and just me being from the D, you know what I'm saying? Like I was able to see things from that perspective. So but also seeing things from another black man's perspective who was more conservative. Mhm. Mm but it taught me a lot about approaching marketing. Okay. And it taught me that by being able to say, hold on, wait a minute. Don't look at things from such a biased and, and divisive viewpoint. Look at it from a perspective of how you can, how you can grow from it and how you can, how, how I can use it as a tool versus staying in the pocket of being divisive. And that's why, you know, and that's why I can say for me as a metal front man, that's why it ended. Mm -hmm. Because I did become divisive because I took that stand. Yeah. But at the same time, I knew I needed to take a stand. Sometimes right. you as an to. artist, especially as an artist, especially from right. an artist's perspective, it was like, okay, I do need to take this very stand. Mm -hmm. But then when I got away from being a metal front man and got more into jazz and started getting into and started getting into the fact that I was able to break away from the metal scene and go through what I had gone through. And now I'm here. And so I looked at that and was like, I started being more conservative. I started getting a little conservative with my viewpoints. Like, okay, I could see certain being conservative has its has its advantages, right? Mm -hmm. And I started looking at it from that perspective as well. But then I said to myself, all right, how can I utilize both of these experiences into a fa and and kind of like, and I guess I wanted to say, I don't want to be, I don't want to have to, I don't want to always deal with fighting for human rights. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm not, and I'm saying this and listen, guys, I'm not saying this in a way like I'm though I don't care that I don't love and I don't care. And I don't, I, I still, I still love, you know, I still have that love and passion, compassion for people. And it's just the exhaustion the of the it's fight. It's just the exhaustion of the exactly. It is I get, the exhaustion. I get, I get what you're saying, man. I get what you're saying because, ironically, two days before January sixth happened, mm -hmm. I had gotten to such a point following all the political shit going on in there. I've been following politics and you know all that kind of stuff for years, mm -hmm. and and I got to a point where. I just shut all the internet off. 
Like I just, yeah. I just, I just stopped going on social media, stopped looking at news, stopped everything right that like, and I just had to clear my head. I was like, look, I'm getting so involved in all this stuff and I keep trying to, you know, fight for what I thought, you know, about different subjects, not just the election situation, but like all different kinds of subjects for years and years, right? Before right. Trump even ran for election, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so like all these different things, like I'd always been trying to like, you know, fight for liberty and stuff like that and and you know civil rights and everything like that and, and and you know you know just like your your basic you know bill of rights and all that kind of shit how everything's right. getting trampled upon you know everything like that and i've been you know trying to and trying to tell people everything like that and then you know the pandemic hit and a lot of the stuff i said that the government was going was wanting to do like i was talking about this shit back in 2016 2017 all oh, the government's wanting to eventually do this 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 and this and then 2020 happened and then they started doing some of the stuff for some like type of things and everything like that and then i started seeing a lot of similarities between you know the uh what happened after 9-11 and what happened after 2020 kicked off i started seeing a lot of similarities and so i'm like okay they're gonna go to war with it and when the government goes to war with anything you lose rights and all this kind of shit right and i so like i kept like like accurately predicting or very close to accurately like within like 75 percent margin mm -hmm. what they were going to do next and like i started being proven right and all the things people tried telling me i was crazy about or that i was futile same for here dude same I, here I, I, that i was futile for fighting for oh you oh you know don't worry but you know you'll never be able to do anything blah blah all that kind of shit mm -hmm. i eventually got to a point where i got tired of fighting as well too and i had yep. to just disconnect so i get what you're saying about how like you know you still care about the things that you were fighting for yes and and if push comes to shove you'll still fight for it yep. but in the scheme of things as an individual trying to fight a mountain, you're exhausted. And so, so where, where, you know, you can help, you know, reach one, teach one or whatever the saying is, right. Where you can talk to individuals and, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. And you can do that, but trying to fight the fight against the machine by yourself. And you think you're linking up with other people, but you don't even know if they're real people online or not and all that kind of <laughs> shit. I get exactly what you And then there's so many viewpoints that we all have. And like, when mm -hmm. you dig down deep into yourself as an individual, you start realizing like, man, like. You're diverse. You're diverse. You're very diverse. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, I know because, I realized that too yeah. with myself. Like, I'm like, damn, dude. Like mm -hmm. when I, when I thought about it, I was like, damn, dude. I mean, I was getting tired of it, but at the same time, I still love metal. Right. Like, and there's nothing that will ever stop me from loving the music. Phil and Anselmo makes me, Phil Anselmo makes me want to fucking slap him, makes me want to karate chop his ass in the throat. Right. But guess what? Some of that music. That dope. man's voice <laughs> still fucking resonates through to yep. me. But Phil, if you're out there, yes, Nick, I want to karate chop your ass in the fucking throat. But dude, your voice really, really touched me, man. Yeah. So and Phil, that's what if you're listening, me. Yeah, so Phil, if you're listening, you guys need to collab on a track, make some dope music, and then prepare yourself to get chopped in the throat after the video's done. <laughs> All right? 
you gotta have you gotta have a little bit of both, all right? Create good music and then have some controversy afterwards, yeah. right? That's you gotta capitalize off of that. And that's shit what, too. But it pisses me off though, because it feels like it's just it it's you know, especially if you're black and you're in the metal. And that's why mm. I think where it became so it was so it was it was hard for me because I also read someone say that. I was woo woo. I read this on Facebook and in the when with my old band Beyond Theory. I, I know the guy's name too. Like it doesn't, it won't escape my mind. Right. right? But so. I read it and it said, he said that the singer was talking about me. He said that I was woo woo and I always was I was always mad about weird shit. And this guy was this guy that said it was Mexican. And I just looked at that when I just read it. And this. I just read it recently, like a couple months ago. And when I read it, I sat there and I said, you know, it's so weird how he said that I was mad about weird shit, but I was fighting for him and people of color and marginalized people like him and me and all right. And he says that about me. And I saw that with a lot of people of color saying that about me. That, yeah, he was just, yeah. Oh, no, Coley's just as racist. I'm like, y'all, okay. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? It, am I, I'm sorry. I feel the way I feel, but you know yeah. what? We can't, it's like this. We didn't create this system that we didn't, you know, we didn't hang, we didn't hang white people. Right. Right. So that, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, for to say to say that it was like, okay, maybe I'm coming off with some, maybe I am coming off with, with a couple prejudice ass word, racially prejudiced words. Yes. Yeah. Or maybe but, some feelings, or some feelings more resentment yes. and hatred but, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, but I could never ever be as far as, because I don't have the political power to be racist. All I can do is just sit there and hate. I can never, my hatred, towards white people or white black people's hatred towards white people for those who have it i right. don't have that just to clear it up i would not dare do a goddamn podcast with my man right here if i truly had that type of hatred right but because of you being in hip-hop you understand the feelings that i have like i said who can relate to each other better than right, exactly. right? a white dude who's in hip hop and a black dude is in, who's in metal, right. right? So you understand that and that's why we click so well, right? And people yeah. will probably be like, oh, well, you know, I know, and, and I know you guys are gonna sit there and be like, well, you know what? I noticed that Hark talks a lot. Well, yeah, we've actually had a talk about that. And I told him that I feel like in my heart that he is more of the star. That's and that this is me saying you didn't dude, say it like that to me, but I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I do. No, I do. Yes, I did. I did say it like you didn't, that. You didn't say the star. You you just said you. What I think what you said to okay, me. Okay, Lee. Was, I said Lee. It's I said all Lee good, Trumper. man. Yeah, it's all good, man. I, I like you, Lee. I like to sit and listen. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I said you. I said. I, yeah, yeah. I said you're like more of the. Lead. I feel like you are more of the lead. Sorry. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. 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 But either but way, you are. You. But seriously, no. I do think you are. Right. I do think you are more of the star. Seriously, I right. do. I truly do. But, and and I'm okay with that, mm. right? I'm totally cool with that because you flow very well when you start talking, right? right? For me, it takes a little bit because of having, because of having post-traumatic stress disorder, I mm. stumble on my words a bit and all those things. But once I get warmed up, you can see I can, I can carry on the flow pretty well. Right. But 
at the same time, dealing with my PTSD, I'm dealing with the fact that I want to say it, but then I can't say it because it's not just coming. It's, it's like I'm trying to catch up with my thoughts, right? I know how that feels. So right, so see, so yeah. that's why I go I know, through that. I know how that feels, and mm-hmm. then you're also probably sitting there trying to analyze yourself. Like I want to say this, but what if it's taken the wrong way? I want to make sure it's right. taken the right way. So you're like overthinking and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that's why I just say whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, you, and you sometimes gotta I have turn to do that. that. Off yeah, you gotta turn bit. that off, and that's what I'm yeah. learning. And now it's like being that you know, being that having a partner who's a podcaster, mm. I'm able to do that. But I also like being in the. I also enjoy it because it gives me a chance to learn how to work behind the scenes a little bit more. Because what mm-hmm. I also do, guys, is that I come up with a lot of the top. I'm the one that does come up with the topics, right? For the most part, leave, yeah. Unless I have part. something on top. Yeah, unless you have something to top yeah. off the off the top of his dome, that but. I do come up with, I do come up with about, I would say. 75%. About 75% of the topics. Okay. Fair enough. Right. So me doing that, it's like, I'm preparing us and then setting us up and things like that. I'm also doing that, setting us up to go on, on when we go on air and when we're recording, then once that's done, we'll have a, send it, I'll send the videos or whatever. And then send the videos to Hark. He goes ahead and does the editing. And then that's what we put out. So the way we do things is just, it's, that's just, it's just, it, it works better for us. And the way is that I was able to sit back and see that myself mm. and understand like, okay, yeah, he definitely has, he could definitely take the floor, right? Yeah. He takes well, the lead. And also I had a podcast, solo podcast for four years. Yeah. And straight. see, I've had mine. Yeah. You know I only had too. mine like, yeah. and I had mine only for like, I, I was off and on with. You, yeah. Right. Well, and like, and, like, like I told you in that text message too, I was like, Hey man, cause I, I was editing what the, where it came out. I was editing a video mm-hmm. and I was going through and like most of the fucking whole episode was me. So like most of the clips were me mm-hmm. and I try to get like a close to an even amount clips from him, clips from me to post up on the socials and the shorts and all that shit. And I'm like, damn. And I was like, Hey man, like, am I like not letting you talk or anything? He's like, no, nah, man, you're good. Why? What's up? And I was like, okay, I was just making sure because, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, I, I was used to running a solo podcast for four years on <laughs> top of the fact that I'm an opinionated, fiery Sagittarius, so I say what the fuck I want to. And the and, fire sign works, and I'm an Aries, right. so our fire signs, and that's why it's right. that understanding that I have because it's like, yeah. when I told him, I was like, dude, I think we should do a podcast. Right. Yeah, Because I that. saw that. Yeah, there's that. And and then there's the fact also, too, that like I was raised as an only child. So mm-hmm. whenever I spoke, I didn't have to compete with any other person to speak. So I just right. go, you know, and then I do have like a lot of leadership experience, like a natural leadership type of thing. So I do naturally just kind of just hop up and take shit and get shit accomplished. Like if there's right. something needs to get accomplished, I usually just fucking do it, yep. you know, and, and get it done. One yeah. way or another, and he gets on know? me about that too. Like he'll hit me up and making sure, like he just he just he just hits and texts me, like, "Hey man, did you do this?" And I'm like, "Oh shit, let me get on it." Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and I mean, and yeah. that helps me too because it like it keeps me on my toes, right? Yeah. So the, I think that's why for us, I think this partnership really works well as po- as podcasters. And I can't wait to meet you, man. That's the one thing because we both are in different states. <laughs> yeah. So we're I mean, totally it would be really cool. Of the yeah. Of the, so it would be US, really cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be really cool, like to sit there and actually have a yep. picture together where people are gonna see us and be like, "Oh shit, they meet each other yeah. for the first time." And the fact that I'm super excited when it comes to our podcast. 
podcast. Like I look forward to us doing this because, and when I watch yeah, you our actually, podcast, you actually listen to it. I don't even yeah, listen to it. I, only, I listen to I, it. Well, I listen to it when I'm editing it, uh-huh. but I don't listen to it after I edit it. Yeah, see, after, I love to listen after to it. I edit it, I'm done. Yeah, well, yeah, because you get because you get to go ahead and piece it out, and then you're yep. like, all right, that's cool, right? But yeah, man, I, it's like I'm I'm like yeah. okay, can't wait to see it, and then when I see it and just see how it's done, and I'm just like, but I'm also able to right. see what else can I make? What what can I do to improve it from my end? Right mm-hmm. after watching it and looking at and being able to view it and hearing it and things like that, and then just being able to say, okay. I do need to maybe talk more. So then that way people will be like, right. You know, and it's just, mm-hmm. and it's not, and it's not yeah. like you're going to be rude about it. you're, you know, no. you do let me, and you do, and guy, you do let me talk. Yeah. So that's, so, you know, it's not like this one of those things where I don't get the chance to talk. So, yeah. but being able to work, do the, doing for me, like the behind the scenes stuff. I, I'm really, I, I do like doing that guys, because it just, it helps me with, with just being a marketer. And like, even today with picking this topic, I felt like it was something that I really wanted to touch on because like you said, you could take anything that's good, bad, and indifferent, right? And you could turn it around and make it into something special. Yep. And that's what I feel with doing this podcast. It's like, we can have these type of top, we can have these type of topics and discussions and the things that's going to come out of them is a valuable lesson. And, and the hopefully, cool thing, and hopefully more people will be able to listen to that lesson as time goes on and more people are going to because of the fact that we are continuing this and the fact that I, I really take, I'm taking it as a career. Right. Like, and and we come at it 100% organic because yeah. of the fact that me and you don't really know each other that well. Mm-hmm. And so like it's like every week we sit down and we have a conversation that's purely organic. You know, like when we like for those of y'all who don't know, like sometimes we'll text each other about hey, what topic or whatever, but we don't go in detail about what we want to talk about. And yeah. then when we get on the Zoom before we hit record, I'm like, hey, well, you know, what do you what do you want to talk about? Okay, make sure you get the the shit queued up and stuff like that, so it's not an right. editing nightmare for me and stuff, video wise. And I'm just like, all right, so what do you want to talk about? And then like, so with this, for instance, I didn't know anything about the situation, so I'm getting a little bit of like, who, what, when, where, why type of thing from him. Right. And then I start, then I start, you know, just going. So he has to stop me. And so that's basically how we run the show. We run the show as an organic conversation between two like minded kind of like-minded individuals we're not exactly like-minded but we have like interests and like like points of view on things and so basically it's like we come together once a week and we say hey man you know i want to talk to you about this thing and because because in reality a lot of the times when he comes up with a topic he comes up with a topic and he says hey i want to cover this topic i want to see what you think about it and Mm -hmm. then he doesn't get my take until we're on the air right and then sometimes like if it's something that i pick I'm like, hey, I want to talk about this, yep. you know, you know, because I'm a selfish asshole. I want to talk about this. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. but, but no, it's like, 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 you I know, mean, like, he's selfish, y'all. Fuck him. Right. No, no. But like, but like, you know, the, the SEO is totally useless episode that we had a couple episodes ago. That was yeah. me. I was like, hey, man, I want on this next episode. I want to talk That's about how SEO episode. is. Yeah, I was talking. I was like, I want to talk. No, it's two episodes ago. But okay, I was like, I was like, I was like, man, I want to talk about how SEO is totally and utterly useless for artists mm-hmm. because I had had a previous conversation with an artist and he was asking me about SEO. 
Right. And so he was like, okay, all right. And then we didn't really talk about it. And we just went, yeah. you know? And so, and so that's, that's what it is. And then, and then the, the, the random uniqueness of me being a white dude in hip hop, him being a black dude in metal, yep. like that just, that is solidified. It just clicked, it. man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even with, and then even with our logo too, you know, he's got the Hawk and then I got my fucking fitted on in the, in the uh, shit. <laughs> yep. And so it's just like, it, it, it's, it's like outcast so in the yeah, it's a very like it's like almost outcast with a white dude and a black dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. It's just, yeah. it's just, it's just, like, it's just yeah, it's so it's, cool. So, I love it. So yeah, so we we yeah, so we are the greatest music marketing podcast on the whole internet right now because right of those dynamics, because we are a hundred percent organic, a hundred percent original, and a hundred percent just unique dissection of American music. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like we are we are what it is, and we have different takes than most people do on a lot of different marketing things, on music in general, on all mm-hmm. kinds of things, right? So we are the greatest music marketing podcast because we are a cross-section of America. Right, I agree. Here. It's me and I KP. Agree. Me I agree, and KP, hundred percent. You know, and that's me being a little bit Trumpian in the way I'm saying <laughs> it, right? But it is for real, though. Yeah. And and you know, any of y'all listening, feel free to drop what you think about it. You know, yeah. we've been we've been we've been getting some feedback. We've been getting a lot more reach. So every single one of y'all who are who listening right now, or who listen to any episode, every episode. Anything in between, you check us out on the socials, everything like that. Just keep on doing it because it's yeah. growing, you know. It like, is, man. You know, we're getting in, like, you know, we had just posted our fifth episode and sixth episode. Sorry, we had just posted our sixth episode and we're growing. And, you know, we're getting, you know, like, it's starting to, it's starting to get into the situation where we're getting hundreds of views per post. Yeah. And then, Soon it's going to be thousands and it's going to keep going from there. And it's all because of every single one of y'all who are rocking with us, who are engaging with us on yeah. the con- on the content that we post, you know, because we post clips out of these shows as well as other interest things that we have. We post those up on the socials and we engage back with you, you know, yeah. so. I was just on I was just on Facebook and Instagram the other day, re, you know, replying to some comments and stuff like that that some people had left and 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 some you know stuff on the YouTube channel. There's a couple comments and stuff like that as well too. We actually engage with you. We actually you know even even though there was there was one comment that was highly negative, I still responded back to them in a positive light. You know, and yeah. it's it's all about you know when we're getting messages coming in from like these these scammers trying to do some shit or whatever still to <laughs> a positive light and stuff you know but our growth and our success is completely because of you and we, yeah. we thank you for that very but, much so. but and, and especially for the fact that like i was telling an artist yesterday like we have this podcast yeah it's going to elevate our personal status it's going to elevate our business interests but most importantly, it's going to help so many people because when we get on here and we're talking about different topics, we're giving out different pieces of advice, different pieces of information, different theories that we may have about different things when it comes to music or music Mm -hmm. marketing or entertainment in general, whatever the situation is, Mm -hmm. you are getting that information and you can do with it what you will. And we definitely hope that what it will do is help you. 
Right. You know, and, and that's our overall goal. Like that's that our main goal, help other artists. Mm-hmm. And then our second and third goals are, you know, elevate our personal lives, financial lives and our, our music based lives. You know what I'm yep. saying? That that's what it is. You know, some people got that twisted and got it backwards, but we don't. Nah. You know, so so <laughs> no, you know, we we beaten the fuck out of this horse a couple times. But if you if you like what we're doing here, keep keep tuning in, keep like, share, follow, and subscribe. Show this show to at least one other person that you know will like it. Recommend that they check out the clips at least bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? All the clips are under a minute. If they don't have a lot of time, they can sneak peek and see what we're about on the clips on all the socials. We we post up all the reels and everything like that. They can check it out. They can check out the full full full-length episodes on all streaming platforms, including YouTube and Rumble and all that shit as well, too. Mm -hmm. So make sure y'all keep tuning in. We'll be back here next week for another great episode. Oh, yeah. The greatest podcast ever to be created by yes. a black dude who loves metal and a white dude who loves hip hop. Hell yeah. Harcos and KP, Music Making Sense podcast. Y'all have a good one. Holla, y'all.